Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. The product super. I've heard about Balance of Nature for some time, and I just thought I'd get involved. And so when I did, I started taking it, and I saw a difference. It kind of balanced out my health, if you will. So my doctor was pleased with that. He said, what are you doing? What's going on? And I just said, I said, well, I'm taking this extra thing called Balance of Nature. And he said, that's good. That's good. So I admonish all people that have some type of health issue, you know, try it. It really helped my health, and I know the product works. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE. Question Authority. And when Authority answers, Arch One Eyebrow and ask, Is that so? The Kate Daly Show starts now. Gentleman from Pennsylvania is recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. I'd like to yield three minutes to my good friend from the great state of Texas, Mr. Chip Roy. A crisis at our border, and we're playing footsie with mask mandates in the people's house. I mean, it's absolutely absurd what this body is doing, the people's house. It's an embarrassment. It's a mockery. And the American people are fed up. They want to go back to life. They want to go back to business. They want to go back to school without their children being forced to wear masks, to be put in the corner, to have mental health issues. And we're running around here, and the speaker comes down here at 10 o'clock in the morning saying, we got to wear masks in the people's house while we've got thousands of people pouring across our border, and Democrats don't do a darn thing about it. Hi there. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. Grateful to have you listening. And uh, I'm going to share something with you. And I hope this is helpful. It's always hard to talk about a lot about my personal life because I don't usually go there. And the reason is, is because, you know, I have a family and I don't know. It's just I'm okay to put myself out there, but I don't like to. I don't know. I just a lot of things are kept a little bit more private. So I have a private life, too. Anyway, I, I will share something with you, though, that I hope is beneficial to you and maybe understanding what's going on in our hospitals uh, and also what's going on in general so that you can understand what to do if you're in the same predicament. So I will share that. I will share something with you. Um, that is quite private, but I also will be playing the rest of the Glenn Beck interview in this hour as well. So I want to tell you my, uh, my husband got pneumonia and, um, you know, there's just several ways you can get pneumonia. You can breathe in a lot of stuff. You can, there's a lot, there's different ways that you can get it. And, and it starts kind of the process of that inflammation. Um, and, uh, he'd been doing some things, cleaning some things out too. And that can that can kind of cause, you know, put you into that state. Well, he has pneumonia and it ended up where we took him in because you know how I feel about uh, the hospitals after this last year and a half, I have very, very little trust for them. And so when his, when his oxygen got low enough that we were a little nervous, he just needed oxygen. We went in uh, to the hospital and, you know, the first thing right off the bat is you go into the assessment place and we had Nurse Ratchet, who um, was an interesting person. She tried to mask him up immediately. <laughs> I guess we're still in the, the plague. And um, after 19 months, people still think it's airborne. 
It's amazing, isn't it? The 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 death rate is 0.05, but every in the whole nation, but everybody 0.05. That's even it's not even a, is it even a percent um, uh, of the attributed COVID, if we want to say that. But but here's somebody that wants to put a mask on somebody that ha- can't breathe. So I instantly said, no, you can't you can't do that. He can't even breathe. Why would you do that? Why would a medical person do that to somebody with medical training, right? And uh, she called security. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, and then basically put security on standby in front of me so that, you know, I would be not saying anything else. So um, so there was that when when first entering. So Nurse Ratchet was was pretty fun and she thought she had all the power in the world, uh, which was amazing to watch um, with absolutely no common sense. I was listening to the clip coming into the show and there's no common sense, just like representative from Texas pointed out. Right. No common sense. They're doing mask mandates, but everyone can go across the border. See, nothing makes sense. So then you go into the ER and immediately it's to see if he has COVID pneumonia. So I ask, well, what can you describe that? What is that? Uh, there's it's, it's, it's like drawing a blank. They, they have a hard time telling you what it is, but the minute you take x-rays, they'll say, well, that's COVID pneumonia. And I said, well, that's just pneumonia. Why is it COVID pneumonia? And of course, they give you this stare, like the blank stare, right? And um, I looked up x-rays from 2017, straight up pneumonia, and they look exactly like my husband's. <laughs> just pneumonia. That's, that's it. Just a little TLC and get his oxygen up. No big deal, right? It's a long hauler thing, three month, three weeks probably. Well, so immediately it is this, you have an agenda. That's what, that's what this doctor said to me. You have an agenda. I don't have an agenda. I'm asking you to describe why it's called COVID pneumonia this year, <laughs> as opposed to two years ago with the same kinds of x-rays. And then, of course, it was the hostility. I don't know. I, I'm from Mars. You know, I, um, I'm one of those unvaccinated. I'm I'm awful, terrible person, you know, whatever. And, of course, double masked are the doctors and acting like, well, here's the deal. They're medical professionals who know we have an immune system yet completely deny it and then tell you that you're a healthy person that has to mask up. You're a healthy person that has to mask up. Even though the who came out and said asymptomatic thing isn't a thing. So I say this only because hospital policies are written by those that run the hospitals and across the board in America right now, you have the insane lunatic policies. Okay. I had to switch gowns, to go from the ER up to the uh, intensive care, okay? Because, you know, immediately put in intensive care. I had to wear, I had to switch gowns. Why? Because COVID cooties are in the gown. They're not in my hair. They're not in my shoes. They're not in my bag that I have on my shoulder going upstairs. Just the gown, right? So it's nonsense. It's insane. It's completely lunatic, yet they go along with all of it. And they firmly believe it, like, almost like psychosis. They believe that... COVID gets the gown, but it doesn't get anything else as I walk from floor to floor. So I have to switch the gown. Doesn't make sense. Got to wear a space suit to go in and visit my husband, who I just shared a bed with for seven days as he was going through this, right? So you have this complete and total insanity that everyone seems to go along with. And then you have a lot of the medical professionals who don't do any research, don't know about anything. And when you try to even get vitamin C, there's a roadblock. It's, it's, you're from Mars. Why would you want vitamin C? Uh, Because it can help. Because this is something that can help. 
his health. We forgot about health. It's all about medications. So the difference in, in doing COVID and the difference in doing just straight up pneumonia is it's a different protocol, right? You go into the ICU and you're, you're treated a little differently. You have different things that they'll do as opposed to straight up pneumonia, but the x-rays are the same. <laughs> so now there's bacterial pneumonia, there's viral pneumonia, but I'm telling you this because if you're ever at the hospital with somebody you love, make sure they get budenicide. You know, make sure that that you're letting the doctors know that budenicide works, that there are certain treatments for just basic respiratory that work. Make sure that you are telling them vitamin C and zinc and that and that these are all necessary components of health that you would like your loved one to have. And then stick to your guns and make sure those things are done. You know, things can be remedied. This is not rocket science, but I always find it interesting when you ask a doctor to describe COVID, they cannot do it. They simply cannot do it. They don't, they don't, they don't really see it. They're just kind of told this is what it is. They don't, they, they, they can't honestly say this is what COVID is. And so uh, I find that a lot of doctors don't do a lot of research. They're not up on, on what's going on. And uh, budesonide was actually called the silver bullet. It was like, oh, you can get somebody up and going really quickly. This is a great, you know, anti-inflammatory. So when, when you have to step in and, and make sure they're not put on a ventilator, because ventilators are 40 to actually up to 75% death if they put them on one early. See, this is what happened in the whole year of 2020 is that they were just sticking people on ventilators. Well, they should have known and they should have questioned the CDC when the CDC said, put them on a ventilator quick. They should have questioned that. They're still making people wear spacesuits like it's a, like we're in the middle of a plague, an airborne plague, even though they've already proven it's not airborne. Otherwise, all the family members of said sick person would be sick too. See, That's how that would work. But instead of going for the obvious and the common sense, none of that is being followed. Um, I can wear the same shoes up two sets of of stairs, but I have to switch out my gown. Like what, who makes this stuff up? I don't know. And then everyone seems to go along with it. So there are some serious issues of not understanding common sense, not having any uh, medical training on the immune system, I guess, because I think they all bypassed it or just ignore it straight up. We have some problems in our health system that are going on right now that are so systemic to just lunacy that it is hard to fathom. It's hard to fathom what my last 24 hours have been like. But if you have to ask for something that is healthy for your loved one to be able to fight something off that is normal health related, like no brainer, then that should not be an issue, right? Should not be an issue should just be done. Why do you have to fight for it? Why did I have to fight for it five different times? When you have a loved one that just has on you and no one wants to say that everyone has to treat it like it's COVID and shove them in the ICU for days at a time, because I feel in my heart of heart that there's a big paycheck for that. I have been told by other doctors, they, the, the hospital administrations get paid for um, having people. And so they have switched policies to put people in ICU quicker than they normally would. I question that. I question the fact that I have to bring up new procedures, new, uh, new medications, not even new ones, 
ones that have been there, but they're not trying them, right? And why are they not doing it? And so you have to be the advocate. You have to be by their side. And I'm so abhorred that they actually stood by the, uh, by the policies of not letting loved ones in for a solid year. Those people were in those rooms alone without family. There's nothing more abhorrent or evil than that. Yet we had medical professionals stand there and bully people and tell them they couldn't go in to see their loved ones. That makes me want to cry. But they were willing to do it, and that's my point. They're willing to make you wear a spacesuit to go in to see your loved one. They're willing to tell you that for some oddball reason that there's some sanity behind that. That my mask doesn't, that me, I have to wear a mask in order for their masks to work. That's how insane people are. And they will sit there and tell you to your face that the whole world is dying. They're not. The death rate across the nation doesn't even register as a point. And they all know that flu numbers went down. They all know that no one has the flu or pneumonia anymore. (laughs) They know this, but they stand by the policies. If more doctors and nurses went by common sense and said, this is an insane policy. Why are we following it? Instead of going along with it, we would have a much different nation right now. But the more that these health professionals, and I put that in quotes as a nicety, as they betray the immune system knowledge that they have, as they go with the absurd and try to talk you in that the absurd is saving your life, there's a problem. You have to be the warrior. You have to go in and advocate. You have to be there every step of the way. And you have to remind them that there are things on the market that can help because they get stuck in their ways. And a lot of them don't do any research. And that's what I have found. And there are some really good doctors and some really good nurses who get it. And I applaud them. Even they have to start speaking up more. We have a huge, huge problem in our, in our medical. In, I can't even believe the problem. It's that overwhelming. And so I share with you my first tw- my first 24 hours with this. Um, and you can email me. Um, I'm just telling you we have some big old problems. Big old problems going on. And it starts right there in the medical establishments. Be right back, Kate Daly Show. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. And I'm coming to you with the most important commercial that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last five months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, it's all come down to this. I'm having a cyber symposium on August 10th, 11th, and 12th. This historical event will be live streamed 72 hours straight on my new platform, frankspeech.com. You can help by getting everybody you know to go to frankspeech.com now. To help support this Cyber Symposium event, I am offering some of the best prices ever on MyPillow products, but they're only offered at frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi there. Welcome back. Hey, Dolly Show. Uh, make sure you get over to Balance of Nature. You're going to love the product. Trust me. And 
I'll tell you what, it's a great product. Uh, make sure you get over there. And so many of you are taking it and loving it and taking it for years. I love that. <laughs> love it. Um, make sure and put in the code Kate and uh, you'll get uh, 35% off and free shipping. You can't do better than that. That's amazing. <laughs> put the code in though, Kate, uh, balanceofnature.com. Do it the healthy way. Um, I uh, share all of that with you because I want you to be armed. If you, if you go in with knowledge, uh, if you go in uh, to the hospital with a loved one and they try to make it all about COVID um, or try to uh, talk uh, um, ventilator with you or any of those kinds of things, um, you have to say no and you have to say no a lot. And you know, I don't mind saying no. And I walk up and down the halls and I'm wondering if anybody in the medical institution actually knows about the immune system. And it scares me that I have to uh, put uh, somebody that I love in the care of people who don't want to, to admit there's an immune system and actually think a bacteria trapping mask is the immune system now and does all the work. Wow. That makes me very uneasy about who I have to trust in a situation. Now, um, like I said, there were some, there are some very good doctors that I've been really impressed with. And there's some very good nurses I've been really impressed with that are worth their salt. They understand what's going on. They're questioning the same kinds of things. And I love that. And I think it's great, but I, I would tell you that the majority at the hospital go along with nonsensical, insane, lunatic approaches to things after 19 months they know better they know this is not an airborne plague they know that the masks are only used in surgery because you don't want a droplet going into a surgical field yet they have absolutely retarded their thinking into going along with the fact that all of a sudden now your immune system is located inside of a paper mask on your face when a medical professional that i know is trained better or was trained better absolutely resort to this kind of thinking and go along with it and will tell you to your face this is perfectly normal and that you should believe in the fact that your shoes can't attract COVID but your gown can. <laughs> yeah, that kind of basic lunacy. Then it makes me not want to go near another medical professional in my life. It makes me steer clear of them as far away from them as I can get so I can get to the normal medical people that exist out there that are now the few and the rare. To me, that's the sadness I feel toward America right now. It's the sadness I feel toward a whole, a whole group of people that I used to respect until this last year and a half when they lost their ever-loving minds. And so when, uh, and that, that to me is sad for my own mental health, that I have to endure that, that I have to endure the crazy in order to see a loved one. That, they're, that, that, that medical professionals will stand there with a straight face and tell you that the crazy is normal. That's pathetic to me. It should be pathetic to you. I tell you about my experience in the last 24 hours with, a, you know, with doctors who are insane <laughs> and are, have a God complex about themselves and think that they know everything. Um, they don't. And they'll actually sit there with two masks on their face in something that's not airborne <laughs> and, and tell you that they're perfectly normal and you're the nutty one that's not vaccinated. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not the crazy vaccinated person who would inject myself with, the, with, with something that the government says is okay and good for me that doesn't even have COVID in it. 
to actually perform the job of a vaccine. Why would I do that? I'm the sane one. But they'll actually say about me in the halls that I'm an anti-vaxxer. I'm one of those. And now when I look at the immaturity of medical staff and how kind of horrifying they are, I'm like, wow, we've gone to a whole new level, right? And so I, I tell you this so that you fight for your loved ones to have something healthy in their body, given something healthy. If you're going to pay $20,000 a day, um, then you better start demanding something healthy for your loved one. And you better, you better tell them and do the research and say, hey, what about you didn't say, what about all these other things that you could be doing right now that would actually help my loved one instead of what your plan is? Because I'm not convinced your plan will work. And you will find that a lot of the doctors don't do a lot of research. They just don't. They don't, uh, they don't think they have to. So that's scary. So take charge of your loved one's life. And like I said before, the fact that they kept people from loved ones for a cold virus, because even, you know, my husband was saying this too. He's like, I can't imagine being here by myself the whole time. How scary that would have been, right? Not knowing who's going to stick up for you. And uh, I can't even imagine that they could stand there and do that to people, their fellow countrymen, their fellow person out there. They could actually ban you from coming in, even though. People around them were not peeling off and dying. We were not in an, in a plague. So it always worries me that they can't get the obvious, look at the death rate that I can, understand what's going on out there, can't define COVID, but they're just sure you're going to die of it if you don't have a plastic shield on your face. That's really scary. We've entered a very scary realm of people doing what they're told without asking a single question. Very, very fearful about ever being in a hospital again. I'll tell you that much. It's very scary out there. And I'm, I'm hoping for everyone that you understand where I'm coming from as far as I'm just so sad. I'm sad to see that kind of neurosis and the, uh, you know, the non-thinking person out there is just, it's multiplying and it's really scary. They, the Delta variant is absurd that you can't, you can't diagnose an entire world with something. There's no tests. There's no nothing. You know, first they're doing the fraudulent test that's wired up 40 times for COVID. Now they're not even doing a test. That's how that's how dumb they all think we are that we'll just go along and go, oh, I have what? What did you say, government and hospital? What do I have now? Oh, Delta thing, huh? Okay. All right, I'm diagnosed with Delta. <laughs> I mean, do we even ask? Do we even say, how did you come to this <laughs> hypothesis? No one's asking questions for you. No one. And you're going to have to do it yourself. And you're going to have to, you're going to have to really, um, stick to your guns too. And, um, and there will be hospital people that listen to you. There will be some good hospital people there for you, but the majority of them have lost their minds. And that's the sad part is they'll go along with lunatic things just to do it because they're told to, they're just told to believe, you know, the lady that told me I had to, uh, switch out my gown, not my shoes, not my bag that wasn't in my hair, just my gown. And I'm thinking, you're actually saying this with a straight face to me. That's loony. But people, the, the hospital administrators make these policies. When the contact tracer started calling my husband, I said, oh, that's okay. Yeah, answer the phone. And then tell them you've been around every single hospital administrator and tell them you've been around every politician. Give them those names. I know. But that's my warped sense of, I, I'm just, I'm that, I'm that ticked off. So, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. I know. 
Caller, caller, you're live. I'm you're replaying the show back to me. Turn 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 down the sound. Turn down the sound. Let me walk outside. There you go. Hi, Kate. How you doing? Good. How are you? Fine. Um, I recently took my elderly husband down to to the medical center here in our hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought he was having a stroke. Mm-hmm. They put him in a room. They wouldn't let me go in there with them. They what? sat me outside, and then they finally put us in another room in the hospital. Said he was having heart failure. Um, we went up to a hospital room. We didn't have to change gowns, and they stuck him in there for three days. And the um, specialty doctor came in and looked at him. And when no one else is around, he took his mask down. He said, do you mind? And we said, no, we're not going to wear a mask. And we didn't wear a mask the whole time we were there. Excellent. We got looked at, but nobody you know, challenged us. I'm so glad to hear that. I thank you for that. You know, it's interesting that they changed policies about what treatments bring you up to the ICU. And they're broadening that now. They're broadening that. That makes me sad because uh, I, I don't know if they want people in the ICU. I think they do because uh, three, three to six months ago, they wouldn't have encompassed so many people that would be going into the ICU. But then they go to the, you know, the media and it's like our ICU is filled. Well, you changed your own policies to put people in there. Whereas before they would have been in another hospital room down the hall. So, you know, there's got... We need some we need to have some more transparency on what's going on and we have to have people that won't go along with completely lunatic things and then call it science. That's what we need to. Um, so let me play. Um, I will play some of the Glenn Beck interview. How about that? And uh, I hope you enjoy. I'll play a couple of minutes and then I'll play. I'll try to play a majority of it when we come back. Uh, but here you go. Here's the rest of the uh, Glenn Beck interview. He delivered this is Trump. on Trump. almost, if not all of his promises, the big ones, he delivered. And I don't remember a single president in my lifetime doing that on either. Well, Good maybe. Point. Well, no, not even Joe Biden. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, I was going to say Joe Biden did it, but actually he ran as a moderate. So, nope. Right. He got 13% yeah. of his own party's vote yeah. in 2000 yeah. uh, in the last election. So he actually, uh, the, the White House actually tweeted out today that uh, the first uh, six months of this year, they've had better economy, more jobs, more employment. I guess uh, rainbows and lollipops are flying out of all of our asses. Yeah. So we're supposed to all appreciate what he has done. And I'm looking around and... I don't know how people can come to that conclusion. Are you just baffled? Baffled by what I've, has taken place? <laughs> I've done this for so long now. I've lost my... Uh, Baffled gene? <laughs> yeah, I have. I'm like, right. uh, yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. what else can they do? I mean, this is the... This will be remembered um, when historians are free to write the truth. Good point. And come back and actually examine what happens. Um, or what happened, this will be known as uh, an age of uh, delusion, um, an age of of lies, and the biggest heist in all of human history. Amen. Amen. Do you have any cognitive dissonance? Why do you ask that question? I don't know. I think we all do. I think everybody does. I think it's something that we all have to contend with all the time, but maybe I'm wrong. You've done, obviously, a lot of study and a lot of research. Do you feel like you have a good grasp, or do you feel like you still have some cognitive dissonance? I think I do, too. I don't know. I don't. Um, I don't. I don't think so. Trump was the closest for yeah. me. 
Um, I mean, I, d- I don't think so. Uh, I, I really tried to, uh, you know, when I, when I started 40 years ago trying to, I can't believe it was that long ago, right. uh, 35 years ago, maybe, um, trying to figure things out. I, I took everything I believed out. I wrote it all down and I, I put it all out on the table and because I examined it and realized I didn't actually believe anything. I believed things other people taught me. Hmm. And so there's nothing, you don't own that. Yeah. Okay. You didn't, right. you didn't earn that. Right. You don't know that. You know that somebody else knew that and they told you. Yeah. So you don't own it. Um, and so I took everything I believed out. I became an agnostic of everything. And then I slowly put the things back into place after studying each one as much as I could. And then if I brought it in and one of them didn't fit the other, they were they had the cognitive, cognitive dissidence. Right, right. I didn't overlook it. I t- Ooh, okay. I'm going to come back right there and uh, don't go anywhere. Kate Daly's show, my interview with Glenn Beck. He rarely lets people interview him. And I was really lucky to be able to do that. I wanted to be right back. Kate Daly's show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. But it don't sing and dance and it don't walk. As long as I can have you here with me, I'd much travel be forever in blue jeans. Hi there. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. You know, I... Uh... I definitely bring up my last 24 hours because, um, you know, it's not like he's totally out of the woods yet, my husband, but I do know that with the right health treatments, he can be quick. And I hate that I have to actually fight with an institution that doesn't want or doesn't care to go down those roads that are obvious to me. If you have somebody sick, push vitamin C, push zinc, push all the things that can help you. And if that's not part of their protocol in an intensive care unit, it should be. Why isn't it? And if I have to ask for it five times, there's a problem. They want to go like a super low dose, like a child's dose, you know, doesn't do anything. Has to be the high dose. So I know enough. Do I, do I pretend to be a doctor? No. But I know how to research, I know how to read, and I know how to look around me and notice the obvious. And for some reason, a lot of medical professionals don't know how to view the obvious. They only look at what's going on in their ward, in their little tiny universe of intensive care. Well, people die in intensive care all the time. And so to, to, to have that reflect what's going on in a nation, that, that would not be fair, right? Because the, in the nation, the rate of those dying... Um, and then all of a sudden don't have the flu or pneumonia ever again. You, you would think people would question those things, but that's not being questioned. You have people that really do think the immune system is located in a mask, a bacteria filled mask. You have people that believe these things and they've been medically trained. That scares the hell out of me. And it scares the hell out of me. If something were to happen again and I have to go back to a medical institution that I have a hard time understanding that they've actually been medically trained, like that is difficult. 
So I share with you those things because it's horrific to me. It's totally horrific. And I'll play the rest of the Glenn Beck. I just, I needed to share that with you today because I want to try to help you if you're in the same scenario that you have to tell the doctors like, hey, you know, what about this? What about this? Because they are not going to know. And that's scary, but that's what's going on right now. And everyone still treats it like it's some big mystery plague after 19 solid months. And my fear is like when I told you, you know, hey, tell the contact tracers they were by the hospital administrators because it's the hospital administrators that are doing these things. And and they actually now the doctors and nurses could question it by far, but it's the administration that makes such ludicrous, asinine policies. And then everyone follows because they don't want to lose their job. So get mad at them. Tell them off. Tell them what you think about their asinine requirements. Like when they actually stood between loved ones and a patient and said a loved one cannot go in with a patient. Nobody's talking about that. And it happened for a year. That ludicrous thing happened for a year. And now you know when push comes to shove... They will not be on your side of common sense and reality. They will bolster up a, a, a systematic problem because coming down from the top. And so just know that. Okay. That's what's sad to me. So, you know, they're the ones setting all these stupid policies that make zero common sense. And I, 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 I swear, I know people have to recognize that, right? They have to, I mean, come on, this is the obvious stuff, right? And like I said, there are some really good medical people that understand, that get it. They're very smart, that at least ask questions. And then you got the zombies, the vaxxers. The government says that's good for me. Can I shove it in my body, please, immediately, without question? I mean, that's how ludicrous I look at these people. Like, wow, you got something wrong. (laughs) You're not even questioning it. Something wrong with you. Yeah. So, uh, but they're all aboard the vaccine train and then they tear down those that don't feel the same way because they've been told by a medical establishment what to think. Okay. That's the lunatic right there. Okay. Let me play the rest of the Glenn Beck before I keep going. <laughs> okay. Here you go. Didn't fit the other. They were, they had that cognitive, cognitive dissidence. Right, right. I didn't overlook it. I took them both out and went, I'm wrong on one of these. Yeah. So which one is it? Um, and that has given me an awful lot of uh, peace. The only thing that I think that I I struggle with is um, is uh, certainty. Mm. You know, yeah, I, I spent after I did all that. I spent a lot of time certain that I knew, and I now know the only thing i'm certain is i don't really know anything <laughs> amen <laughs> i think the only thing i'm certain about is god yeah other than that right other yeah than that, but i'm not even certain like if god and i'm i right. don't mean to offend people's sensibilities but if i get up to to uh to heaven and god's a space octopus i'm going to be like i did not see that one coming <laughs> right. but I have to accept the truth. Right. I think when when Christ said, come to me like a child, a child only asks, why? What is that? How does that work? Right. So come to him as a child. You cannot be so fixed on what you believe and what you know, because a whole lot of new information is about to come your way. 
And you cannot progress if you die in a state of certainty. So true. You know, how are you going to how are you going to deal with because things I can guarantee you, we don't have God nailed. We probably have him close. Maybe, maybe not at all. But when we face the truth, can you accept the truth? There will be a lot of people right now. We're living it. We're we're living the 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 argument that happened at the fall, you know, at the at at the fall of the angels. You know, I, I thought about that a lot on. How do you get. God's own children, the angels, how do you get them? They're at the throne. They've watched him. They know him. How do you get a third of them to turn their back on him and say, he's a monster and go the other way? You're right. The only way to do that, I think, is to. Is to say, my gosh. Can we just talk here as kids for a second? I mean, I know our dad loves us, but. He's suggesting that all of us go down there and some of us not return and things are going to be unfair and some of us will be enslaved. Some of us won't be able to make it back. And he's fine with that if we send our other brother to die alone in a horrible way. Are you kidding me? I'm offering you a chance. Nobody's going to fail. Nobody's going to fail. This is what is being argued right now. Yeah. We're see, having the same argument. Amen to that. If you don't, if you don't, I learned this uh, a long time ago because the same thing kept happening. It's like when people are in a relationship and then they get out of that abusive relationship or whatever and they go right back into another one. You're like, right. well, you didn't see that coming? No, because they didn't learn Whatever it is inside of them that's causing them, they have to learn that. Apparently, a lot of us who stood up and said, no, nah, I'm I'm with God. Now we're here and we don't we didn't really learn it. We have to relearn it because the trick, the the lie is being perpetrated on us again. You're right. We shouldn't be surprised at what's playing out right in front of us right now. No, Not no, uh uh-uh. uh. Mm-mm. What's your most surprising interview? What comes to mind? Huh. Um, it just took you off guard a little bit. Uh, the way Katie Couric really? uh, absolutely is a bald-faced liar. Um, I did a interview with her as a favor because she was starting her her show on Yahoo or whatever she was doing, and failed. <laughs> I, and I didn't want to do it, you know, because I knew it was not going to go well. Right. And um, and I said no. And her agent was my agent, and he said, "Glenn, I've talked to her. She really needs this." And I said, "I don't trust her." And he said, Glenn, I promise you, I've made her promise. We went in, we, we talked to each other beforehand, and I said, we're playing nice now, right? Because uh, I'm here. Right. I'm here to help you. <laughs> Let's just get this understood. Right. Sure. And she, oh, I can't tell you how grateful I am. 
We got into the interview three minutes in. She just went full fledged, tear me apart. And uh, it was it was awful. People in the media have no shame and no honor, no honor. I get that. Have you ever changed a plan for a show? You had it all nailed out and then all of a sudden you got on the air and completely did a different show? Always. Always. Yeah. I uh, there, I can't tell you the most uh, frightening phrase for my producers at Fox was, turn the prompter off. I'm going someplace else. Um, and I, I usually don't know what my first words are until I begin. And I can have everything planned out. But as soon as I start talking, my staff is very used to brushing all of the right. stuff aside yeah. and then going, follow. You got to be flexible. We'll follow him. I love this. Yeah. Well, you got to follow that spirit. You got to follow that inner voice. You do. Yeah. You do. Let me give you some words. I did this with Ollie North. Let me give you some words. Just give me your first oh boy. instinct word. Ready? Okay. Trump. Loud. Political parties. False. Biden. Corrupt. The deep state. Real. The Constitution. Uh, divine. Russia. Evil. Hero. Uh, lost. Elections. Fraud. Talk radio. Uh, in trouble. Fox News. In trouble. <laughs> China. Uh, mortal enemies admire uh, uh, courage history lost Media. let me change it oh, okay wonderful yes but lost <laughs> wonderful you have the truth yeah media uh corrupt sad uh I, I, I can't give it to you in one word, but I, it's a feeling. It's a, it's, I feel like I've, the one thing I love um, beyond my family is my country and our values. And I feel like I am standing at a murder scene when the murder is going on and no one will even call for help. That's sad. You're going to make me cry. That's the way I feel. I, I, I get that. Devotion. Uh, family. COVID. Uh, dangerous. Conspiracies. COVID. <laughs> Coincidence theorists. <laughs> <laughs> That's what uh, I call them out there. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Uh, That's what they are to me. The coincidence, they're everything is just a coincidence. Yeah. Uh, no such thing. Yeah. Mandates. Uh, happening. White privilege. Uh, real slash bogus. The greater good. Deadly. Liberty. Lost. Settled science. Uh, Catholic Church, and I want to say it. I want to say it, meaning okay. that science has become the medieval church. Fear. Um. 
um, Satan. Faith. Peace. Glenn Beck, thank you. Thank you. Wow. Uh, He said that was fun. (laughs) Um, I am grateful to him for doing that. It was interesting, right? Kind of a look into what he's thinking about. And uh, um, so I appreciate him doing that. That was uh, sweet and generous of his time. Um, Just make sure that you're doing those things for your relatives. If uh, they're in the situation uh, to go to the doctor, make sure that you're there. Um, Make sure they have somebody there that will call out the sanity. And and also a big thank you to Glenn Beck for that. He doesn't really get interviewed a lot. And so it was really generous of him to spend that much time doing it because they mostly don't do that. So I really, I really had a good time with him. He hired me years ago and it was really fun to be able to talk with him about that. So um, be faithful, be fearless and uh, go to the podcast and go to katedallyradio.com and check out the podcast, share those. And the whole interview by itself is just on a link. So you can go grab that. Anyways. All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks.